Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Monday, September 11th. The death toll in Morocco now stands at over 2,500 and is expected to climb as rescue operations continue. Thousands more have been reported injured after the country was hit by a magnitude 6.8 earthquake on Friday, its deadliest since 1960. It's the province of Al-Hawuz in the south of Morocco that was worst affected by the quake. It's located at the foot of the Atlas Mountains and includes a number of remote villages and settlements that have been difficult for rescuers to reach. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization says 300,000 people have been affected in and around the major city of Marrakesh, where historic sites have been damaged. CNN's Sam Kiley is in a field hospital about 30 miles south of the city. It is in the last few hours, if you like, of the sort of 72-hour window of opportunity where the hope can be really vested in trying to get people out when they're trapped underground. After that, it tends to become a body retrieval process, and that is also going to take some time. Several events are happening today from New York City to Washington, D.C. to commemorate the 9-11 terror attacks. And while this tragedy took place 22 years ago, the terror attacks on the World Trade Center in New York continue to cause cancer, respiratory disease, and other health problems for first responders. The Uniformed Firefighters Association says 341 first responders have died from 9-11-related illnesses. That's almost as many as the 343 New York firefighters who died during the attacks. More than 71,000 people are currently enrolled in the World Trade Center Health Registry, a long-term study seeking to understand the physical and mental health effects of the terror attacks. The House is back in session this week after its summer recess, and the countdown is on again to avoid a government shutdown. The House and Senate are still hundreds of billions of dollars apart on a long-term spending bill, meaning Congress will most likely shoot for a short-term deal to make sure the government stays open past that October 1st deadline. But even that seems tricky if the House Speaker wants to keep his job. CNN's Lauren Fox explains. Eyes are going to be on Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker, who has his work cut out for him. Over the recess, he had members on his right flank signaling that they were not going to support a short-term spending bill. On top of that, some House Republicans are making their vote for government funding contingent on an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. But not all Republicans are on board with that. And the House GOP has yet to prove allegations that Biden directly profited from his son's foreign business deals, which the president has long denied. As of this morning, Hurricane Lee is intensifying in the Atlantic Ocean, but its path and impact remain uncertain. It's currently a Category 3 hurricane, and as it heads north, by midweek we should know the extent and severity of its impact on the Northeast, New England, Bermuda, and Canada. Even though it's offshore, Lee's winds are so strong, it could still cause strong winds, rain, and flooding for coastal areas of New England. And regardless of its final track, Lee will send significant waves and life-threatening rip currents along the East Coast that'll cause coastal erosion and dangerous surf at beaches. Another high-profile scandal for Michigan State Athletics. That's next. Michigan State University suspended head football coach Mel Tucker without pay, pending an investigation into claims of sexual harassment. School officials revealed that Tucker is the subject of an ongoing Title IX investigation by an outside attorney hired by the school, which began back in December. According to USA Today, Brenda Tracy, an advocate and rape survivor MSU paid to speak to its football team, alleged that Tucker made sexual comments to her on a phone call. Tracy reported that call to the university's Title IX office, sparking an official inquiry, according to USA Today. The newspaper reports Tucker characterized the relationship as, quote, mutually consensual and intimate in a letter to investigators. CNN has not independently verified the details of that reporting. 
CNN's call to Tracy and Tucker's agent have not been returned. The story takes place in the East Lansing community still deeply affected by the case of convicted sex offender and longtime MSU employee Larry Nasser, now serving 175 years in prison for sexual misconduct on female athletes he used to treat. A university spokesman declined to comment. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowe, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. <laughs>